All right, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf hey in Megillah. Daf hey in Megillah. Okay, yesterday we got, we learned the Mishnah, but we'll quickly review it again from the Mishnah on daf hey. What's considered a large city that normally reads on Yudala that's not maktim to the Yom HaKnisa, to the day of Sunday, Monday, or Thursday? It's got 10 people who are sitting and learning, people who are not working. Batel does not mean we call a batel and a guy who does nothing. It means he's sitting and learning. Less than that, if he doesn't have 10, he'll a kfar, then it's a kfar, and it could go back to Monday or Thursday, as we've described, if they used to assemble on Mondays and Thursdays. In these cases, we say, in other words, in this case where, this is a case where we say, you can do something earlier. The chiyav to read the Megillah and to observe is, is when on, on normally on Yudalit Adar. But in these cases, where we describe the Kfar can read earlier on the 11th, the 12th, or the 13th of the month. But the other things that we've discussed, like Zman Atzei, Quran that we had at the end of Tanis, the times that the eight families who were chosen and they served on nine different days during the year bringing the eightsim. if it came out then, let's say, on a Shabbos, or Tishabav, or Tishabav Kim Shabbos, or Chagiga, the carbon Chagiga that you bring on Yantif, the Hakel that they do at the end of Shemitah and Sukkot of the following year after Shemitah, Ma'achim V'lomak Demon, though if it was come out on Shabbos, meaning when there's a conflict, what's our problem? Our problem is that the Kfar, it's hard for them to lay in on Yudalid because they have to, as we said, they have to supply, you normally supply the big cities, and because it's hard for them, so we make a special, uh, a special accommodation for them. But what about other cases where there's a conflict? For example, Tishvav on Shabbos, Atsekhanim on Shabbos, Chagig on Shabbos, Hakel, your Ma'achrit, you make it later, not earlier. We'll see why in each case. And even though we said in this case, when you're in a Kfar and you can read the Megillah earlier, and you don't do it later, as we said, why don't you do it later? Why can't you go into the 17th or 18th of the month or whatever? Velo Yavor, it says. Remember, we had it. We'll talk about that again. Velo Machrin, Mutan Behesbatanis. Even though you're allowed to lay the Megillah on Yeralaf Yebez or Gimel, whatever, but it's not really Purim, and you're allowed to have a eulogy or a Tanis that day, uh, or uh, have a Tanis on that day. Well, again, we should, I forgot to mention, we're learning for a four Shlema, for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaim Michal, and for the boys who were injured last night. Uh, unfortunately, I, I know the family of the, the boy who was killed is uh, my my cousin Landau. His uh, his boy is married to the that boy's sister. The traffic yeah, the, yeah, no, it wasn't traffic accident. The Zenitman. There was there was a pigua last night. Really? Oh yeah, the boys were shot up in the yeshiva. They were driving out of Chomash. You didn't hear the news last night. Yeah, the the boys were coming out of yeshiva and three of them in a car and and the the Arabs shot them up. And one boy was killed. They tried to get him to the hospital. They didn't make it. The name is. Um, Where was this? In in north in northern Shomron, Chomesh, a place called Chomesh, coming out of Yeshiva oh, Chomesh. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the grandfather was Rosh Hashiva in Karen Biyavna. The father's Choshev. Anyway, he's a mechutin with my cousin. Showing here good news. Anyway, even though we said what that in these cases, in the case of when you, the kfar on Purim, you read earlier, so you go out there, has to, then it's the 11th, the 12th, 13th, it's not, it's still, on your Gimel, we have a Tanis, right? Esther Tanis, Tanis Esther, right? So we certainly keep, but you're allowed even on 11th and 12th, you're reading the Megillah, but you could still have a Hespid or a Tanis. You could be fasting and reading Megillah. At the same time, correct, correct, exactly. Well, actually, in Chutzlar, it's or in Tel Aviv, they, they usually reading the Megillah right. one, they're still fasting. But you may not, you Gimel, yes, right. or you know, they can fast, correct. Umatanas right. Matanas means that even though it's not Purim, you could still, you could, you could be Yotzeh with Matanas that day. Some say it means the opposite, 
that you, you, you're you're not you you don't do matanas. You know, even though you're reading the Megillah, normally matanas of Yarm goes together with Megillah, but you don't have to give matanas Yarm that day. That the question of matanas Yarm could go either way. It's a different different interpretations. Amra Buda, Amosai. This is always mentioned Chasam Shemesh Mishas. We said before. This is only if they go to assembly on Monday and Thursday. The people go from the small cities, from the kfarim, from the villages into the city. But if they don't go on Lovashem Vlovashem, they don't go on a Monday or on Thursday. What's the point? The whole we learned yesterday. The whole point is an accommodation, not for the people in the big cities that they should be supplied, but there it's accommodation for the people in the villages who attend the markets and the Besdins in the big cities on Mondays. So if they're coming anyway, Monday and Thursday, and it's hard for them to get a balkore, so we make an accommodation for them and they could read it on the Monday or Thursday before before Purim, as long as it's within Yadalfi Beis and Gimel. But if they don't come into the cities, if they don't come into the cities, then it's no advantage for them. Then everybody reads on either the 14th or the 15th. 14th. We just, we just had a yeah. The whole Mishnah talking about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, in the Gemara we discussed like this. Like no, the, yeah, the Gemara, the Gemara referred to this Mishnah. The Gemara yesterday. Oh, the first Mishnah. Yeah. First right, right, no, but he's, he's going into more detail. He I said, Irkdol, what's in Irkdol? And he said, in what cases don't we, don't we allow you uh, to go earlier? Only, in, and as he's telling you, only here, this is a weird case where we do something earlier, you're makdim. Usually you're not makdim, right? Usually if it's a, it's a fast day, you usually place, place it later on, right? You're not makdim. We'll talk about uh, that, and, and I'll, I'll explain more as we get to the Gemara. Tana. Asar baton and shebeis knesses. I mean, Bakla means people sitting and learning base medrash. When Hashem brought down the medrash, if Hashem comes to the base medrash and he sees it's not people sitting and learning there, God is very upset. And also Shemasara, he's very upset. So I, I, you always want ten people sitting and learning in the base medrash. We used to have it here in this shul many years ago, but no longer. All right. Yeah. Between Right, between betfila and learning. Say learning. Right, learning. It means between to that they're sitting in betfila. Right, that, that's right. They're betfila also in the base of They should be either saying tillum, saying davening. If they finish davening, they should be learning. They should they be doing something. Doing it at home. It doesn't it says, in the shul, exactly. You need ten people in the shul. You need ten people in the shul. We had a yeshiva here years ago. Remember, we tried it a couple of times. All right. So in these cases, we said only in the case of the villages. Before we go early, not later. My time. Why can't you do it later? If Tishabab comes out on Shabbos, we do it later, right? If Chagig uh, comes out on Shabbos, do it later. Okay, if, why can't you do it later? The answer is You can't do it later because you only have the 14th and 15th, and Vloyavar can't go past that. Another thing, Ravavar Mishmuel said nothing to do with our Gemara, but it's the same author, Ravavar Mishmuel. How do you know you don't count days? For a year. What do we mean by that? If a person says, let's say, today is uh, Yud Gimel uh, Tevis, right? Tevis Yud Gimel Tevis. I want to do something for the next year, I'm making a netter, right? So when is the year over? It's over next year in Yud Gimel Tevis. You don't count 365 solar days or 355 lunar days. You don't say, well, I'm going by the days, I still have, a, I still have more time or I'm finished, whatever. No, you go by the date. Mainly because you don't count a year by days, you count it by months. The month, the year is counted by months. You count by months, for years, when you're counting years, you count by months. But you don't count days. The Rabbanan argue. Mishum Rababa, they, they, they say another thing. I'm sorry, they don't disagree. They say another thing. Also, you don't go by hours. A real month is actually, what, 29 and a half days and hours and minutes, etc. It's exact. The, the, the real moon, right? But we can't have half days in a month. 
So we have a full day. So he says, how do you know you don't go by hours? I said, let's say I ask for myself to do something for a, for a month. You don't sound 29 and a half days and, you know, and so many hours and so many minutes according to, you don't do that. You go by days. You account for a month by counting number of days. So again, if today is Yud Gimel Teves and I say I'm going to do something until uh, through Yud Beis Shvat, I go by the day. I don't go by hours in the day. That's because based on Sukkim, that's how we count things. It's very important. It's important also for... Uh, um, uh, for, for many things. When you count days, for example, uh, you have to be a bris on the eighth day, right? Anytime on the eighth day. The kid could be born late on Monday, Monday afternoon, and you do the bris uh, Monday morning, right? The same thing is, you know, a day is a day, right? It's the same. It's like to be doing right now. They say three yeah. days, but it's not 72 it's hours. It's not 70. So here he's talking about even months. Months certainly don't go by hours, and even it comes sometimes by a week or by days. We only go by a day. We don't go by the hours. The, the Argo are really talking about months going by hours. Hours, but may have it many times even by days. Okay. These two, this is to show you that he holds that the Pusik determines. That's correct. The Pusik that determines it. Correct. When it comes to halacha, no, when no. it comes to halacha, right, the Pusik determines it. It comes to a law of the government. The government could say 72 hours, 52 hours. You know, there's all kinds of stuff. They can right. make it 24 hours, right? You could say et la et. For example, I think when it comes to uh, deciding a... Um, a Ben Shana, like by animals, and the animals have to be either a year old and get Kevis Ben Shana. I think that's even Etla Et. They count hours. I think that, that's an exception. They count that by hours. So it says, you know, because it's Ben Shana, so they, that could be there's cases where you even go by hours in, in certain cases. That's a good question. Why is that? Why that seems to be an exception? Because we say no, we don't. That project doesn't tell you. Ben yeah. Shana yeah. doesn't tell you. Yeah, okay. Yes, but, but Argumar says you count a year by months. Okay, but you right. can't go by months. You count by, and you count a month by days. You're not counting by days. He says Ben Shana. I mean, maybe that's, uh, you have to think about that. Why is Ben Shana? I believe it's our, it, it's, it's eight for eight. Not like uh, a, a, a bris who's got to be on the eighth day. You don't count, we don't care what time it is. It's on the eighth day, uh, you know, Yom HaShemini, Yom HaShemini means any time. Again, here you're not counting, by Yom HaShemini you're not counting an hour, you're not counting a, a year or counting a month. Argmar is talking about if you're counting a year, you count by months, right? You count by months, right. you count by the, the whole, the, the month. You don't look at the days, you look at the months, right? Also, what day of the month? Also, the question also says the Chodshesh, by, 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 by the, right, right, right. you just, there's that, yeah. no Chodshesh. No, no. Yeah, that's as Ben Shana, right? Could be, maybe, maybe because it doesn't, maybe it doesn't, maybe. Yeah, but the, the point that Rashi brings down is that it says an example, if I, for example, I took a netter on Yud Gimel Teves, it's Yud Gimel Teves because I'm looking at the months, I'm not looking at the day, at the number of days. It means that you don't look at the number of days, you look at the months. And the same thing here, you don't look at the number of hours that are in a month, you look at the days in the month. Okay, Abel's, but some, but but uh, Ben Shana, I think, is 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 an exception, or it's like you say, it's not counting months, it's not counting days at all. It says Ben Shana. Ben Shana figure means exactly Shana, a year. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Abel's not say Kohanim, but we don't say that when it comes to a person. Like for example, if a kid's born, yeah. and Monday afternoon, thirteen years later, <laughs> his birthday, he's bar mitzvah as soon as you know in the evening, right, the night before, as soon as that's that day. It's the same thing, you know, so it's not the same as hour to hour. There you look at the day. That's exactly, you count 13, you count how old is, he's 13 years old. You count, you know, a, a year of a full month, right? So it's a month, but don't look at the hour of the day. So all these other things, 
you postpone them. You don't uh, you don't move the you don't move the date up. You don't predate them. You postpone them. All right. Tishabov, why why do we Tishabov comes out on Shabbos? We celebrate it on Sunday. So I don't want to bring Pranus earlier. All when it comes to Shabbos or Batamas or Sarbatevis, these are all uh, um, sufferings. This is all mourning. So we don't want to bring it early. We want to make it later. By the way, as Tanis Esther is an exception to that, Tanis Esther, we observe earlier, right? Let's say Purim comes out on Sunday. When do you keep Tanis Esther? Thursday. Thursday. Before. Why? I do me The answer is because Tanis Esther once gave a devotion. The, the, and the Farshim said, Tanis Esther is not Peronios. The other things are mourning. We're mourning for the temple, right? The, bre- wall, the, bre- the wall was breached, the city was breached, all the stuff that goes along. Uh, Some Gedai was also, we're mourning for what the Esther terrible thing. Esther Tanis, the reason why we fast on Tanis Esther is because it's to remind us in Esther, we're supposed to pray. At a time when the things are trouble, we're supposed to pray. That's the reason for Tanis Esther. Why did, she fasted. Why do we fast? We're not in the same trouble right now, but to remind us that when there's a time of trouble, you're supposed to pray. That's nothing to do with mourning. That's not good, and that's why we could nothing do it earlier. Pardon? Nothing actually happened. Right, 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 right. I understand. It's not, but it's exactly, but it's not more. So, what's the purpose? The purpose is that they, that they, that they, that she, she prayed, she prayed, and she got the people to pray, and that's what we're supposed to do. That's why you can make it earlier because it's not a question of pranius. Chagiga. This is more complicated. Chagiga. Um, um, pardon. Yeah. 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 Yud Tevez, we don't doch it also. If it comes out on Friday, we we, we No, 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 but we never make it earlier. We don't make it earlier. No, but we don't, but we don't doch it either. We don't move it. Exactly, exactly. No, no, I understand. I understand, but you could postpone it. If it came out on Shabbos, you would postpone it. I don't think in the calendar comes out, but it could come out. Asarba Tevez many times does come out on Friday. Tishvav doesn't come out right. because of the calendar. But if it would come, if a sarbatevis would come out on Shabbos, you would postpone it. You wouldn't predate it, as opposed to Tainus Esther, which is not morning, and therefore you can make it earlier. So what about Chagiga? Says the Gemara, Chagiga, five lines down in the white lines of the Gemara. Chagiga v'Hakel. Why? Why are those postponed and not done earlier? Mishum zman It's not time yet. You can't do something earlier. Give an example: things with the bris. A baby's born. It's a question: Is it the seventh day or the eighth day? You don't do it. You don't do it on the seventh day after Suffolk. You wait and you do it the day later. Why? Because the seventh day, if you did the bris on the seventh day, you're not yotze. It's a, you're not chiv, there's no chiv yet. You're not yotze. You're not yotze. You're chiv. Okay. Tana now. Brisa said a difficult thing. Chagiga is a carbon chagiga you bring on yantav. There's another carbon you bring on yantav, which is the olas riyah. The chagiga is a shlom that you eat. The ola is a, a totally burnt offering. Tana chagiga v'chol zman chagiga in any zman of chagiga ma'achrin you delay it. Now, what does that mean, Kozman Chagiga? So, Bishlam Chagiga, I understand what it means. If, if Yantav comes out on Shabbos, lay the boss of Shabbos. You keep it, you, you do it after Shabbos. That I understand. El Zman Chagiga Mai. What is it? Zman Chagiga. You just said Chagiga. What is Zman Chagiga? Aren't there Chagiga? So, three opinions here. Amr Abash Yavashia says, Hachikam Chagiga Bishabbos, Ba'olas Re'ia, Afil Biyantif. Chagiga on Shabbos is delayed, and the Olas Re'iyah, which is not eaten, even if it comes out on Yontif, which is only on Yontif, right? I feel beyond that, the Zman Chagiga, which is the Zman of Chagiga, Ma'achren, that only you do it after. So in other words, you bring the Ola Re'iyah on Chalamoy, you don't do it on Yontif. Why? Money goes like Beshami, Detam Beshami, Om Rabi and Shlom Beyontif. You could bring a Shlom and Yontif because you eat it. And he said, the Pusik says that what? Acha Sheyochal, Acha Sheer. Ye ochal lach, ah, she ochal lachol nefesh, hulavado, hulavado, 
So what does that mean, lechem? You got to be able to eat it. And since it's not eaten, Beishamai says shlomim is eaten. Mavi and shlomim vaolos. I'm sorry. Beishamai says mavi and shlom biyantiv. They ain't something. You don't do smicha. Smicha is pushing. That's considered work. It's like riding an animal. So you have to do the smicha the day before yantiv. Do it erev yantiv. I techef l'smicha shchita. You're supposed to shech right of smicha. Beishamai doesn't hold of techef l'smicha shchita. So he says you do the smicha the day before, and you can bring makl shlom. You could shech. Onion to an animal to eat, right? So he says, that, right? Don't do an ola, ola carbon ola, which is olus re'iyah. You you can't eat it. So lachem is supposed to be lachem is only for you, the people, not for Hashem. So Beishamai says only you don't, and that's what he means by by chagiga uh, v'cholzman um, chagiga. Anything that comes at the time of chagiga, which includes the olus re'iyah, you delay that even if it's yontif, not just on Shabbos. It's obviously yontif. Yeah, but you never bring the osri on yantif. That's b'shamishita. Ubeisil omrim mevin shlom v'osri. You bring it. But some chaselim when it says lachem and sees lachem l'chol nachem. Even though even an ola which you don't eat, the osri it's part of yantif. You can bring it on yantif. For some chaselim now not on Shabbos, right? But on Shabbos it's lay. Rav Omar, what does it mean chagiga v'chol zman chagiga? Chagiga v'chol zman chagiga machrim. As long as it's part of yantif, like you can keep delaying it. But more than that, the Tzmanishal Chag Yantiv. If you didn't bring the Chagiga on the first day of Yantiv, Shal Chag of Sukkis, Chogig Vaholech, it's called You could do it the whole Cholamoy or whatever, Kula Vyantiv Achman, and also Shmini Yatzer Shal Chag of a regal, but once that's passed, below Chag, and you didn't bring the Chagiga then, and Chai Vachrel, so you can't, you can't make it up anymore. That's what he learns it for. So, so this is another opinion in what is called Zman Chagiga means that. The Chagiga is delayed, and if it's delayed, you can bring it any time during Cholamoid or last day, but no more. Ravashi says, means even Shavuos, which is only one day. That's why we don't say Tachnun, you remember, for seven days after Shavuos. Why? The Chagyoma Ma'achrin, you still delay it. The Tnan, Modim, Basil is Moda to Bishamai. The Basil Mashmarash, Imchal Atzeris is a Machlokis, the Gemara in, in, um, in uh, Chagiga. If Yontav comes out, Erev Shabbos. Yantav comes out here of Shabbos. So what do you do with the carbon? So there, there, there's a machlokas. Rashi brings down the last five lines in the Gemara in Rashi. In Rashi, about Sarah When do you do it? He says you don't. You don't shech the the on on Yantav. Says you don't shech it on Yantav. You delay it till after Yantav. So but but if it comes out here of Shabbos, you're delaying it till when? Till Sunday. So Yantiv Shavuos comes out on Friday. Shabbos is the next day. You delay it till till, till Sunday. You don't bring it on Yantiv. You can bring it on Shabbos. That you can bring Shabbos. You can bring it on Yantiv. So bring it on Friday. No problem. But Umodim two lines from the bottom in Rashi. That's our Rabbi Gamar saying Umodim. They're both Umodim about Sarah Shachalis. Let's say Shavuos comes out on Shabbos. Shain Olus Ria, Vishama Khagig, you don't bring it on Shabbos. You don't shech it on Yam, you wait till afterwards. Mantli Yam Twelve Shokabana Sayam Lach or Shabbos, Ama Yeshla Shumatser. So you see that it says if Shvuz comes out on Shabbos, you don't bring the Shagiga and you don't bring Yantiv, you don't shech it on 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 uh, on Yantiv, which is Shabbos in this case, and you wait till Sunday. So different interpretations of that. But in any case, these things are delayed, and we see why they're delayed. Amr Blazar. Rabbalazar rather. Amr Blazar, a new thing, the last line on the page. Amr Blazar, Amr Khamina. Said the name of Chenina, Rebbe, Rebbe Yudanasi, not in a tear before him. He planted things on Purim, like he did work in the field on Purim. 
don't know if he did it himself, <laughs> but or he had it done. But Rachatz Bekorn Shel Sibor B'Shavasim B'Tamis. Not only that, Shavasim B'Tamis, he took a bath in the public area, public bathhouse, or uh, the Aruch says on the side that it's in, in, in uh, flowing water in a public place. You know, he did it publicly. He didn't do it pitzina. Ubikashlak, in other words, uh, he seems to be mako with these things. Ubikashlak at Tishabov. He wanted to get rid of Tishabov. They weren't motive him. Amalafan of Rabba Barzavda. Wait a second. Don't go so far. Rabba Zavda said to Rabbi Lazar. No, 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 wait one second. Listen. Amalafan of Rabba Zavda, Rebbe Lokachayamaisa. That's not what happened. You got it mixed up over here. You might be right that Rebbe planted something on Purim. And he might have taken a bath on Shivasar Thomas. Not so bad. But that you wanted to get rid of Tishabov. What happened was, was Tishbav came out on Shabbos, as it, as it does often. I think it comes out this year that way too. And they postponed it. They pushed it later until after Shabbos. Rabbi said, maybe once it's Nitcha, you know, if you can't fast on the day day, do away with it that year. Do away with it that year. He didn't mean to get rid of the whole thing. He meant get rid of it. Maybe you should, yeah, yeah. if it comes out on Shabbos, you can't fast, and that's it. Right? They weren't. Moda, the Chum were not motivated. They said, "No, you got to keep it on Sunday." Kariolei. So Rabbi Lezer said about Rabbi Barzavza, "Tovim shnayim and echad. Two are better than one. It's a good thing that we're learning together. Because if I made a mistake, you corrected me." That's what he said to him. Okay. Now we get into this story, though. How did Rabbi plan things on Purim? Okay. Tishabab was a misunderstanding about delaying it. If you're late till Sunday, do you have to keep it or not? How did he? How did he plan something on Purim? Rabbi Yosef, Simcha The pasuk says in. In the Megillah, Simcha Mishta Vyantav. Simcha, what does that mean? Malamit Shasrim Vest, but you can't have eulogies. Mishta Malamit Shasrim Vatinus, you gotta eat, you have to have a fast, you can't fast. The Yantav Malamit Shasrim Vatinus, you can't do work. That's what it says. Ella, I'll tell you. So we're trying to figure out how did Rebbe do that? You're not supposed to work. How did he plant, how did he plant things on Purim? Ella, Rebbe Bar Besar, I'll tell you what, Rebbe was from a city, a regular city, an unwalled city, and therefore what? He kept Purim when on the 14th. He planted on the 15th. So not a problem. It wasn't pouring for him. Like he was in Tel Aviv. Let's go. He was in Tel Aviv and he planted some there. I have a Rebbe B'tferiyah. A Rebbe was in Tferiyah. We all know Tferiyah was from Yeshua ben Nun. So he was, and he lived in Tferiyah. So how could you say that he planted on the 15th? El Rebbe Barbech. Okay, you're right. He lived in Tferiyah. And... He, he, he was in a walled city, and therefore he had to keep Purim on the 15th. He planted on the 14th. Okay, good answer, right? But it says he did it on Purim. On Purim, on Purim. It was, Purim is still called, the 14th is still called Purim. Planted on Purim, but it wasn't really Purim for him. You know, it's Purim for, even on the 14th is Purim, we don't say Tachnun, and we'll see certain things you're not supposed to do, right? You know? Uh, so he says, okay, so we're not done. Number one, was it, was it so pushed that the was and therefore you keep it on the 15th. But we got a story, Chizkia wasn't sure whether Tferia was a walled city in the days of Shubun Nun, and therefore what did he do in the Suffolk, like the Svartim did here in Ramot for many years, and some still do. They read on the 14th and the 15th. They're not sure. Here it's for you. We know Yushalayim was a walled city. They're not sure if Ramot's part of Yushalayim. But if they weren't sure if the city, I think there are certain cities in Israel that it's a suffix, like Akko and places, they're not sure if it was walled then. They read it on both days. So that's right. He read it on both days. 
So, uh, so how can you say Rebbe was unfair? He read on the fifteenth, so he planted on the fourteenth. Yeah, but it wasn't. It's in a suffix way if it was planted or not. The answer: Chiski wasn't sure. The Rebbe Pshitalei. Chiski wasn't sure about it. Rebbe knew that it was. He, he felt that it was, was. Therefore, he planted. We're still not done with this discussion. We're going to have different answers for Rebbe here. Even if you know about, it, even if he knew that Tferi was the fifteenth, right? They'd keep him and then on the fourteenth. But still, the fourteenth is also a shtikel yantif. You're not supposed to plant then. But see, it says Megillus Tanis. Megillus Tanis is what the Megillah the Megillah we had in Tanis. That what you're not the days in which you're not supposed to fast because not you're not the Tanis when you're not supposed to fast because of good things that happen a day. All that we have left today is Hanukkah and Purim from the day. But it says over there, Esyom Barbasa, Esyom Kimisha Asar, Yomi Pura. Those are the days of Purim. You're not supposed to fast. Even to Low Misbah. You're not supposed to have any eulogies. And Baba Rava says, Rava says, what do you mean? Why does Megillus Tanis have to tell me that? Megillus Esther tells me that the 14th and 15th are Yantar. Why do we need Megillus Tanis? I think that was later. The reason it tells me that the 14th and 15th tell you that even if you're somebody from a walled city and you keep Purim on the 15th, you shouldn't have a spade in on the 14th. And if you're in a city, an unwalled city, and you keep Purim on the 14th, you shouldn't have a spade in on the 15th. So Rebbe still got a problem over here. How did he plant on the 14th? That's only Hespin and Tanis that, that, that eulogies and fasting is also. But for work, one day, no more. You only have to, keep, you only have to uh, uh, abstain from work one day and no more. Okay, that's his answer right now. There's a story. Rav saw a man, he was planting flax seeds on Purim. And he cursed him, and his flax didn't grow because Rav cursed him. How could he do it? The answer was Hassan by Yoma. That was his Purim. He did it. He was from a city. He was from an unwalled city and he did it on the 14th. Huh? No, no, not like Shabbos. No, no, it just means it shouldn't work. You shouldn't do heavy, heavy duty work. It's not like carrying or something like that. You can carry a handkerchief in the street. It just means you shouldn't do your your regular work. You should uh, be osik in 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 Megillah, in Matanas Lavyona, Mishlach Manos, eating, etc. No, that's yeah, it's it's an avera, but it's a drabonah. Right, that, that's like it's an it's an avera drabonah. The whole the whole the whole Megillah is the whole uh, the whole holiday form is all drabonah. It's not avera like in the Torah Malach. Right. No. And if you did, you didn't see. Uh, you did. Well, you did. You're saying you did. Right. You did. Yeah. Yeah. We did work. We did work. Okay. Fine. You're not supposed to. That's what he says. So. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. So. 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 Hasam by Yuma. That was his day there. Uh, okay, Rabba. So this is all in answer. So far, what have he answered about Rabbi? Why did he do it? Because it wasn't his day, right? He kept Purim on the fifteenth, so he planted on the fourteenth. I, you're not supposed to have a spadim and tanis. He wasn't doing a spadim and tanis or saying tach on the fourteenth. He simply, uh, he simply was uh, working, and working was allowed. One day is enough. Rabba, great Rabba, Rafiel Tamei I'll tell you what. Even he could have worked. Uh, he could have done it on his day, even the fifteenth. Hespa v'tanis That's why we worked on. What does that mean? The Hesper and Tanis we accepted, but the Malacha they didn't accept. What did we say before? The Pusik says, to be corrective, at the beginning it said that the one, when they wrote the Megillah, they said, you know, that the, the uh, Esther and, and Mordechai wanted that it should be, it should be the days 1450 should be days of 
rejoicing and eating and yontem. But at the end it says, what do the Jews accept upon themselves? We'll, have, we'll eat and we won't, uh, we won't um, have uh, mourning and stuff like that. They didn't accept it as yontem. So the Jews didn't accept it as yontem, therefore you're allowed to work on Purim. That's where you come out, you understand? Rebbe says, how did Rebbe end? The answer is, it was his day. It doesn't make any difference. Work, you're allowed. He wasn't fasting and he was having a meal, but he did a little work, right? So why did Rav curse that guy? We just said Rav cursed some guy who planted seeds uh, on, on, on Purim and his seeds didn't grow into flax. If things which are mutter really, but everybody's knowing in Isser, and therefore he Christmas everybody in that city was knowing in it so they didn't work and he worked therefore he says you should if the zebra doesn't work in Toronto and in Worcester and in St. Louis and New York people work on Purim but in Yerushalayim where they don't work on Purim it's wrong, it's wrong to work on Purim that's what he said he cursed them because everybody's knowing here not to work you shouldn't you shouldn't uh, therefore, he cursed them. But in Rebbe's town, where Rebbe lived in Tveria, they worked on they worked on on Purim, and therefore, when he planted the stuff on Purim, whether it was the fifteenth or the fourteenth, not a problem. This was okay. He buys him lolam or you could say, you could say that maybe they even in Tveria they also didn't work all their eretz They didn't work on it. For Rebbe Natishal Simchanata, he wasn't planting something. He was planting in the tea of Simcha. What is in the tea of Simcha? As we had Kedetam, we had this in, in uh, Tanis just a few weeks ago. Abru Eilif, the 13 fast days passed for Lanenu and God didn't answer with rain. Mamat Masameta, you do less work, right? You do, do less business. Babinya, uh, you don't build things. You're in a tia and you don't plant things. Uh, you don't have le- you have less uh, engagements and marriages. But Tani Allah, Binyan, what is Binyan? Binyan Shil Simcha. You shouldn't build things of Simcha. Netia, Netia Shil Simcha. Ezu what is a Bishim Simcha? Zabonis Your son's getting married. They used to build a special house for him. They would have the chuppah there and they would live there during the Sheva Brachas, whatever. That's a Binyan of Simcha. Ezu Netia Shil Simcha. Zanota Avornaki Shomalachim. They plant trees for when the kings come by that they should have shade and sit there. That's called that's called Netia Shil Simcha. So the point is, yeah, that was when they were fasting, when there was a Tanis, so you do less of that stuff. But over here, uh, when Rebbe was simply planting something of a simple, he was planting something for the king or for the chassan or whatever, that's okay, and that's when it. So, one, so at the end of the day, what Rebbe was planting, what, what do we say? We say he was planting, he was allowed to plant even on Purim because they never accepted work. And even if you say that his town did accept work, but this was a specialty of simple. Gufa. Do you see that Parnosa yeah. is not simple? <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. For Parnosa, it's not simple. Maybe it wasn't it's not considered simcha. Simcha means not 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 having a spade and things like that, you know. But uh, work is work, you know. All right, gufa. Getting back to the issue, we said that. Somebody said that that the you read the Megillah on the fifteenth in a walled city. Gufa chiski akar betferia. He's not sure he wasn't sure if it was mukafas from that or not. So me masafkle, he's not sure. Milsa de Tferia, Vaksiv Pasik says, but Are Mifza, Pasik says in Yoshua, and the fortified cities, Hatsidim Tsar, that's one place, the Hamas, that's another place, Rakas, the Kinerit, right? The Kaimlon and all those places, these are called fortified cities, meaning they have walls, right? The Kaimlon Rakas Zu Tferia. So it had a wall there. What's the issue? It was a fortified city. How could he not be sure? Says Hainatam Zakal, I'll tell you why he wasn't sure. Mishum Dachad Gisa, sure the Yomu. You know, one side of Tferia is a wall. 
right? One side of it is a wall. One side is a wall of water. It's not a wall. One side had a wall, but one side was water. One side, Shur Diyama, was a wall of water. Uh, and, and therefore, so, so it was a wall of water, and therefore he didn't consider that a wall. He wasn't sure. So, so if, he, if, if we all know it's fairy, one side was a wall, why was he Basafik? Body Lafcham, it's certainly not a wall. The time we learn Asher Locham, or what's considered a walled city when it comes to selling, selling and buying, and sell a, a, an ear, about the ear home, about the ear home, below shore, he gets Asher Locham, that has a wall, below shore, Igor, not a wall of roofs. Of roofs, many times what they do is they didn't have a proper wall. They just they had the they had the uh, the, the houses were were right next to each other, yeah. right next to each other, like attached to one another, like in a row. And the roofs themselves function became a wall. Became they were like attached or, or somewhat or, or right next to each other, you know, right immediately right next to each other. So that was a wall. He says no, it's got to be a proper wall, and this isn't a proper wall, right? So the body the Tanya, Shore, but it's being It's got to be around the whole city. If you have a wall on one side, what does that help? They come from the other side, right? Pratlitferia, Shayama Hamasa, that the that the the Kinera, the the sea, uh, the sea of Tferia is its wall. So the so, so he so it's certainly not a wall. So it certainly didn't have walls. So right on the fourteenth. No, then you bought the Yerchoma la Masafkula. But the Yerchoma it's certainly not considered a wall because it doesn't have a wall around the whole city. Kika Masafkulan, then you make a Megillah. By making a Megillah, maybe a different reason. My when it says my prosim, my well, the pasuk says prosim is fourteenth. Mukafan on the fifteenth, right? Is it because one is exposed and one's not exposed? And Tferi is exposed because on one side it's, it's, a, it's water, there's no wall there. Or is it because the walled city is protected and the other one's not? If you look at it from the point of view of protection, so Tferi is also protected. If the point of view is that it's exposed, it is exposed, so that's not a walled city. In other words, when it comes to Allah, it's not, it's not a, it's not a, it's not a house in a walled city. Tiferi wasn't a walled city, but the question is, is it considered walled for Mikkel Megillah or not? Because is it based on being exposed or not exposed? In this case, it is exposed, and therefore it's not a walled city, or is it because it's protected? Ravasi called Megillah Behutzel. In that place, he said Hutzel was also and Masafkle Mukafin Chamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamechamech
right? Kenosa is why is it called kineret? The metika peyret could call it because its fruit are as sweet as the sound of a harp. And it's very sweet there, so it's called like kinara. Like the people say that kinara was the shape of a kinar, right? Why is it called kinara? The shape? I'm not sure what the why it's called kinara. Why is it called kinara, right? Because it's the shape. It's because it's it's Genosa. It's really it's called Genosa. It's really the city of Genosa. It's called kinara because its fruits are as sweet there as the as as the sweet sound of a harp. Amarava, Mikel Mando Marakas Lavteria. What you're saying that Hamas is Teria? Is there anybody who says Rakas is not Teria? Rava said this. Rava lived in Bavel, of course, right? So he said, when somebody dies over here in Bavel and they bring him to burial in Eretz Yisrael, they bring him as far as Tferia. I guess that was close, so they brought him there. Well, there in, in, in Tferia, they would mourn him as follows. They would eulogize him. He's a great person in Shishach. Shishach is another name for Bavel. Rashi says, if you darshan it, uh, it, right? it's like Shishan, but, but Bavel is with Atbash, if you switch the base for the Shin, the reverse of the, the second letter from the beginning and second letter from the end of the alphabet, he calls it Shishach. He was great in Shishach, which is Bavel. V'shem lo barakas, but he has a great name in Rakas. Rakas is Tferi that we're talking about here. V'chimaske Aron when the Aron, the, the beer comes to, uh, when they tra- travels to, uh, to, to Tferi for burial, this is what they used to say, Oave Sridim, O beloved ones of the remnants of the Jewish people. Yoshve Rakas, the people who live here in Tferi, Rakas goes Vera. Tzu v'kablu haruke omek, come and accept, in other words, come and join the wedding, the uh, funeral procession, the one who were killed in the depths, omek in the depths, meaning in bubble, which is low line, right? And kinach nafshir of Zeyra, of Zeyra, who made Aliyah from bubble to Eretz Yisrael, Zeyra, he talks about that, Pasuk Lehu Saptana, a eulogizer said, Eretz Shinar Hara Vyolda, Eretz Shinar, meaning Babel conceived and gave birth to him, Eretz Tzvi Gidla Shashuel, the land of Eretz Yisrael, the beautiful land of Yisrael, uh, raised him, raised him his his delights, it raised its delights, meaning this great person of Zera. Rakas. Rakas is woe unto us, ki abda dasa, that the, its beautiful uh, uh, instrument of uh, desire, great instrument, has been lost. That's what they said. So what do you see, though? You see from these words here that uh, that uh, Rakas was Tferia. Tferia was Rakas. Rakas was Tferia. Not Hamas was Tferia, but Rakas was Tferia, as we said. In Rakas, they say this. In Tferia, that they're referring to Tferia. And that's where he grew up. So, so how could you say that Rakas is Rakas is Sipore and Hamas is Tferia? Rakas is clearly Tferia. Ella Omar Rava, Hamas zu Hamegrar. Hamas is Hamegrar. Maybe that's also based on hot, uh, hot springs. I don't know, but it says Hamas is Hamas, a different place. Hamas is not Tferia. Hamas is Hamegrar. Rakas zu Tferia. Kineris zu Gnosar. Uh, like we said before, why is Tferi called Rakas? Even the fools in there, the people who are empty-headed, Malayan mitzvahs kareem, and they're still full of mitzvahs as a pomegranate is full of pomegranate seeds. In other words, because they're tzaddikim there. Revier me Omar, Rakas Shema, it's called Rakas, why is it called Tferi? It's at the navel of Eretz Yisrael, it's sort of speak in the middle. And as if you kind of guess the gold hand, then Eretz Yisrael, remember, uh, the biblical Eretz Yisrael only went down like to Beersheba. A lot certainly not part of Eretz Yisrael. So that's like at the, at the navel, it's in the middle. Uh, because it's got a good appearance, it's beautiful. You know, that's why it's called uh, Tferi, but the real name is Rakas. Amr Zaira. Kitron Zutsipori. 
We said before that Rakas is Sipori, but we just said no, Rakas is Tveria. So he's kicked on his Sipori, why is called Sipori? It sits at the top of a mountain, like a, like a Tzipor, like a bird that sits at the top of a mountain. So it's more of a Kitron Sipori. Is Kitron really Sipori? That's what he says, that's what uh, Zeira said over here, Sipori. Kitron was in the share of Zvulun, right? The share of the 12 tribes, it was the share of Zvulun. Zvulun lahorish as Yoshvei Kitron. Zvulun neglected to conquer the inhabitants, the Goyish inhabitants of Kitron, and against God's word. And that's Yoshvei Nahalov, the Zvulun, Misrolim Dosim, Misrol would complain to God about his share. Have Shinamar Zvulun, Am Chayref, Nafshal Movis. He shamed himself almost to death by his complaints. Matam, what was he upset about? Mishim the Naftali, Amr Amisara, Naftali, the share of Naftali. Naftali sat on the high fields. He gave my brothers fields and vineyards. He gave me mountains and valleys. You know, how am I going to plant anything there? He gave them land. Zvulun is the Chofayam Yishkan, right? Zvulun is up north, north there near Haifa, right? Near, uh, near um, Chadera. Uh, right, the Vlinasati gave me uh, rivers and, and uh, you know seas and rivers. Amalo, kul and srichon They all need you. Aidei chalazon, aidei chalazon. Right, the chalazon is up there. Right, where's the chof door? What is it called? Irving, uh, we've been there. Right, chof door. Yeah, the chalazon, the uh, that they make the um, the the dye for the trailers comes from there. Shenema, amim harikro. The nations will all call to you. Svune tmune chol. And the hidden things in the sand, the the, the hidden things or the expensive things, the valuable things. In, hidden in the sand. Tanner of Yosef, Sfune is a chilazan. Sfune chilazan, Rashi says Sfune means hidden, but it also means Shudavar Choshib, means something suffering Choshib, Balashan Baraisa. Something Choshib is chilazan. Tmune is in Taurus, it's another kind of fish called tuna fish. Cholz uh, is Chuchas Levana, is white glass, which is made from that valuable sand. In other words, he got, he got a very good portion. I'm from Barcelona, Mimo Dieni. You know, it's like at the beach. How am I going to tell? How am I going to? It's not like I could sell the fruits. You get the fruits, you stand, you make a stand, you put them in the truck, and you sell them. Who's going to let me know when they take the stuff there? How do I know they're not going to cheat me? You know, everybody can just go to the go to the water there, go to the, the beach, and take what they want. You know, how's that? How's that going to bring me income? Amalo sham There will be uh, slaughters or, or uh, uh, carbonos of righteousness. What does that mean? That if it if you like if you stole an animal and brought us a carbon, it doesn't work for you. The same way Simmons that below them, whoever takes anything from you, whether the sand or the chilozon that you're entitled to without paying for it, aim and it won't help them in business. In other words, if they try to turn that into the into the uh, ink, it's gonna go bad. It won't work for them, Shalom. Uh, oh, what is all? Ita is like Kitron Zetzipor. If you say Kitron Zetzipor, like Zira said, Why is he upset? Why was Zvulun upset about his share? Vahavit Zipor Milsa Dadifa. Zipor was a great thing. It was a very great, fruitful land. Milsa Dadifa Tuva. It was a Zipor. If Zipor was in, was if if Kitra Zipor and he got Kitron, Zipor was a very valuable place. Maybe it doesn't flow with milk and honey. I saw the Chalvash Rashi explains that the 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 goats uh, bite the dates. And it, and it oozes out, the dvash oozes out, and then they give milk with it, and the milk and the honey flow. And I saw them over there. There's so much milk and honey flowing over there, it's a very fruitful land, 50, 60 miles by 60 miles, which is four by four 
parsa, four by four parasangs, which is quite a bit. But still, it's not as much as his brothers. He might have some fruitful land, but it's not as much as his brothers. I saw all the zavas I, 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 I saw the accumulation of all the uh, milk and honey flowing in all of Eretz Yisrael. It was from that place, until the port of Tulbikini. Uh, Akra here, Rashi says, is a port, sometimes just called Akra, is a, is a fort. In any case, it was a, a big place. Esm Retartan Parsi Ucha, 22 Parsi in length, Upusya Shisa Parsi, and its width was six. That's 132. 22 by 6 is 132 square parsa. And he was 16 out of that because he said his was 16 by 16 miles, which is 4 by 4 parsa. So 16 out of 132 is pretty good share for a, uh, for a brother, for one of the 12 tribes. So what's he complaining about? He still he still wanted fields and vineyards, you know, where he can get his hands on it, and that's what he wanted. Naftali had the Ramesada, but Zvun did not. He had the, the mountains and the hills and the valleys and the rivers and the sea. So you see from over here, that's what happened. That's what he was upset about. So in any case, Kitron could have been Sipore, as we said, Kitron was Sipore, and he had a share, and he had a good share, but he still, he wanted something else. Like, you know, when you divide things up, and you don't give everybody the exact same thing, which you couldn't do in your of Eretz Yisrael, there's always somebody who's gonna be unhappy. Yes, but you got the necklace, and he got the, uh, he got the bank account, and he got this, and he got that. That's what happens. People want the same thing, they're still, uh, they're still uh, very jealous. Uh, anyway, uh, have a good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow's daf above is, will be on the, uh, on, on the podcast, and on Sunday, Mir Hashem, we're going to start down with um, on Daf Zion, right? Daf Zion, uh, about halfway down on the page. Um, Omar, Omar Abua, right? Omar, uh, let's see where it is. Um, about halfway down on the page, where it takes you to. We're about halfway down on the page. That's where we'll start on Sunday. So make sure you get there on Sunday. Um, have a good day, have a good job. Rumi, could you stay on for a second?